there are two things in the music business, before Thriller and after Thriller. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to Jim and Them, episode 804, part two. My name is Mike Steele, and I am here with two men who are my lover. Who are I Who are I am here with? <laughs> well, I'll answer your question. I am here, I am with Jeff Murphy. Gotten a bit of a situation ship with an autistic gal. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, she can drive. It's not a big deal. It's a spectrum. You got Victoria's Secret models over here. My girl. <laughs> Victoria's Secret model actually kind of, I don't know. You see, they have one now in Victoria's Secret. And she's downs with the thickness, am I right? (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. Anyways, back to you, Mike. (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, The other man who I I would describe as the one, Mr. Jim Scampoli. Yo, 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 yo. Thank you so much for that fine intro. Uh, shout outs to my Paramount Plus heads out there, or uh, I guess <laughs> I should say Showtime with Paramount Plus heads. The I know I'm plus. I'm kind of late passing because I I didn't I I started watching it a while ago, but I only finished it the other night. But they do have a Thriller at Forty documentary currently on uh, Showtime. What does the at Forty? Because it's been forty years. Years, okay, okay, 40 okay, years okay. release. Uh, it's fucking awesome. You get to see John Landis and Michael Jackson. They went to Disney World together. They took a picture with Mickey. I think I've uh, seen that picture. Yeah, it's great. Um, 
And I mean, it's already well known that it's great, but when Michael Jackson first does does the moonwalk when he performs Billy Jean mm-hmm. at the Motown celebration oh, night, yeah. or people don't know how to act afterwards, insanity. <laughs> I think I probably brought this up many times. Oh, yeah, we watched on it the show a couple yeah, times. I think we've actually <laughs> pulled it up. Yeah, we might as well still bring it up. Yeah. Uh, because it, it blows everyone's mind. Yeah, it's like they just saw a magic trick. Yeah. And which is, what's kind of uh, crazy, which I didn't know, is that, um, I mean, Thriller, obviously, huge fucking album. I don't know if it's still the biggest album, but, you know, it's gone back and forth. As one of the biggest selling albums ever, uh, Jim, but you, it never you pulled ha- up a Corey Feldman video. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure Today's you didn't show. start playing the wrong video. But it never had an official tour for the album. Really? I didn't realize this. He went on tour with his brothers as like a as like a like a favor to his family. Damn. He went on like the Jackson's Victory Tour where he performed stuff from Thriller, but he had to be like bogged down by the goddamn Jackson Five the whole time. Oh. Weird. And that was also what got him fucked up in the Pepsi commercial, lit his head on fire, because uh, Don King was setting up his tour, and he set him up with a Pepsi uh, sponsorship. And supposedly, at least what they say in the doc is that uh, he never wanted to do that. But uh, like they're like, oh, you know, whatever money, this you got to do yeah. it, do it as a favor. This helps your family. And even in like the commercial that they did make. There was like a stipulation where he can only be on screen for three seconds at a time, and he could never be holding Pepsi. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking awesome. I'll endorse you. You give me a shitload of money, three seconds, and I refuse to hold your product. And I'll never hold a Pepsi can. Uh, You can't ever show me holding it. I don't think I missed it. Yet. Maybe no. I did. Oh wait, no, there it is. Really, it's like looking at a young Feldman. <laughs> That's what everyone goes. Everyone, they can't yeah. believe what they just they saw. They freak out. <laughs> anyway. He walking backwards. Anyways, that so fucking Paul good. Tawny water bucket. It was like, what the fuck? What's what's uh, <laughs> what's, t- t- uh, what's the real Shawn Michaels name? Uh, wet Michael, Hicken, Michael Hickenbottom. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Paula Paula Wet Buckets. <laughs> Paul Hickenbottom uh, didn't see his shadows. That means that uh, winter's gonna be shorter. <laughs> Anyways, I watched the Thrill at Forty documentary, and I also watched uh, the Biggest Night in Pop or the Greatest Night in Pop, whatever it's on Netflix right now. On the making of We Are the World, uh, both highly recommended uh, music docs. I was watching. Um, <laughs> uh <laughs> Oh, I was watching. Uh, it was on. Oh, I wish I could remember the website, but it was uh, walked in on my stepsister doing homework and she gave me something I never expected. I was watching that. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking good. How, was it like a short film? Or yeah, it was it's like. It's like 20 minutes oh, or so. All right, all right. You'll Pretty never, good, though. Dude, you'll never expect the direction it goes. It's crazy. Uh, it's just, okay. It's I was a, a porn. It's a no, porn. No, I know. Joke. I thought <laughs> I just wasn't. 
registering if it was that was the joke. <laughs> that, that was the joke because I was watching uh, step sibling porn while Jim was watching like <laughs> the history you have a of convoluted music. search. <laughs> uh, I also I watched twelve movies over the weekend last weekend for Sundance Online. Well, because um, I, I follow you on Letterboxd, but I also follow four other people that had the Sundance thing. Oh, nice. And so like I, every time I went in there, I refreshed. It was like 37 <laughs> new reviews from everybody. It really like because I uh, Stella got me a festival pass for my birthday, which has 10 films. And then I, I grabbed two extra. But it really becomes like and I took like time off from work and shit because it really is like a job where I'm like, fuck, I got to. By Sunday at 10.55 p.m., I got to watch all these films or else they just disappear in the ether. Mm. Unless some of them I might cap and save to my hard drive. <laughs> if, if, if one yeah, would be so inclined. Someone who, who isn't me, swim if you will. Uh, <laughs> I'd have just copied all of them and jerked, yerked his meat, something crazy. <laughs> but uh, there's, there's uh, going through the list, there's quite a few movies that involve either... Um, Gay people, trans people, or sex workers, or all of the above. In 2024? (laughs) I watched this movie called Pony Boy, and Pony Boy is an intersex sex worker that gets caught up in a Valentine's Day um, crime. Is intersex both parts? I believe so. Yeah. Or is that fluid yeah. where it's like you just choose? No, it's both parts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a tiny submarine that you go inside a guy in. Or it's like you know, there's those, <laughs> there's those movies where someone gets caught up between like, you know, uh, the mob and the drug dealers. Oh, is this and the one the... with the bu- muscle mommy? No, that different I've heard that that didn't play online. That played oh. at the festival, but not online. in like a okay. funny Coen Brothers kind of way or in a serious way. A little of both. It's not deep, but it's not like it's not full on comedy. It's not okay. really. Co- yeah, I guess not really Coen Brothers. In a Coen okay. Brothers but full on deep or a Marvel movie full on yeah, deep? It's more of a Marvel movie, if you will. <laughs> oh, don't get in. Th- go in there. They're intersex. There's no way I'm going to be intersex. Not me. No way. <laughs> Shut Never up. Gonna be I mean, and I don't know if that's supposed to be kind of a twist because it's not really revealed. Um, that she's intersex until later in the movie, but I mean, it's clear that that she's at least trans. I'm is that her pronoun? What she? intersex is to me? I guess it's. I'm she. not trying to catch you. I'm genuinely curious. I honestly don't know. I feel like maybe it's she, or maybe okay. it's they. Wang Doodle or uh, Fuckhole. <laughs> what is she? But, yeah. <laughs> but well, because because it's Pony Boy, but B O I. Um, but the thing that made me laugh about the movie is that every guy, like Pony Boy, it's an intersex actor that like wrote the movie and stars in it. Um, and what's hilarious though is every guy in the movie wants to fuck Pony Boy. <laughs> every single guy. So Dylan O'Brien is it Dylan O'Brien from oh. the Maze Runner? Yeah, yeah, he's in it. He plays. Is this. he awesome? He's always awesome. I he always. I feel like every time I see him in a movie now, he always plays the douche. Like that's the type yeah. of character he wants to play. He's good at doing that. Cause uh, love from you is in it as well. Oh, okay. Um, Cause it's like love from you. Like it's supposed to be early two thousands New Jersey. So she has this like ridiculous New Jersey accent. Okay. She's, she's pregnant and they, she works at a laundromat and Pony Boy works at the laundromat. And Dylan O'Brien, it's Dylan O'Brien? Yeah. I think I just asked you that. Yeah. Dylan O'Brien is like Love's boyfriend who knocked her up. But as soon as he's like, oh, hey, baby, it's Valentine's. We're going to go out get lobster. It's going to be great. Go in the car. And as soon as he goes in the car, he's like, Hey, Pony Boy is like <laughs> squeezing his ass, and I can't wait to fuck you, Pony Boy. <laughs> wow. 
I, you know what I'm going to do is write a movie. It's going to be about a. It's going to be about like a 38 year old guy in Las Vegas. That everyone wants. Everyone to wants to fuck. Everyone wants to fuck him. Just, just because. Yeah. Well, because yeah. at the beginning, there's a like Pony Boy, like works at the laundromat. But also like sells little drugs for Dylan O'Brien on the side. Dylan O'Brien like owns the laundromat, but he's like a small town hood for he's a Jersey hood yeah. that also like pimps out Pony Boy and fucks Pony Boy. And Pony Boy is like a lot lizard at the beginning, like fucking a trucker, like a burly hmm. big trucker guy. And then he fucks Dylan O'Brien. And then he's like, You need to stay here on Valentine's to, you know, we got you know, Tony Tony Salami's coming to pick up the <laughs> Tony Salami. I, I just made I forget the name. But he's like, you know, Tony Salami's coming to pick up the drugs. You need to be here to give the drugs to him. And this big fat Italian guy comes in to pick up the drugs. He wants to fuck Pony Boy. Of course he fucks Pony Boy immediately. Yeah, yeah. A, a cowboy, an old uh, an old like passerby cowboy who's on his way to Vegas uh-huh. comes to do his laundry and like flirting and loving Pony Boy <laughs> immediately. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just like, oh my god, everyone wants to fuck Pony Boy. Well, this movie is proof that intersex is pimps too. That's yeah, <laughs> intersex yeah, is pimp yeah, too. Huh. <laughs> and that's just self insert with a like a everyone wants to fuck me movie. I guess yeah, huh. and let's I mean. It wasn't bad. It wasn't really great either, but I just I couldn't stop laughing. I ever wanted to have like no matter what, who came in the scene, they wanted to have sex with Pony Boy. And then Pony Boys, but also have like Pony Boys uh Latinx. And so she's having flashbacks to being a little boy and, and her uh, her masculine dad's like, We're gonna take you to the doctor. You're gonna be a man. And then that's Listen like, up, Pony Boy. <laughs> it's like revealed that they had to like put a ball implant because it was like I guess with intersex, maybe had no testicles, but a penis or something like that. Okay. Huh. So I don't know. That's a good old Sundance for you. Wow. Sounds fun. Sounds that, good. That one was fun. I watched this other movie that was atrocious. And this was another, it was written by a trans woman. <laughs> <laughs> it had the guy, the reason why I bought it is because it had the guy from, um, uh, what the fuck was his name? Search Party. Um, who I think is funny. He's like a blonde gay guy. Uh, what oh, the, Pony Boy. What's his name? Yeah, I think it's I think, I think it's, it's P O N Y. But it's Jim. You're probably spelling uh, it B O Y. It's B O I. John Early. Like he's been in some other stuff. I mostly know him from Search Party. Um, but he's in it. But it takes place. It's called Stress Positions, and it takes place during lockdown, during COVID, of course. But it's this weird. It tries to be this like Clerks esque type of thing where it's. They're having these long conversations about the Middle East and how, but it's like the goof is how like no one really knows what's in the Middle East. Like they're naming off countries that aren't in the Middle East and other people are correcting them. But then they're having like discussions about COVID. But then he also has his Guatemalan nephew staying with him who broke his leg, who's a Guatemalan model. But then secretly all like his gay friends want to fuck his nephew. His nephew and they're like, you want to fuck your nephew too? <laughs> Whatever. Why? What did, why did you, you paid for this one? Because do you like one guy? I mostly based this trans John fucking <laughs> slice of life. Who is it? Like, uh, who's that guy that made like slackers? It sounds like gay slackers. Actually, you know what? I believe because I watched some of the Q and A. I believe the the filmmaker did say they were uh, going for gay inspired slackers. inspired by slack. No. There was a different movie that was inspired by Slackers. I looked up the guy you were talking about, and he looks like the guy from the meme I called out earlier. Oh, he does. <laughs> he yeah, looks exactly like that guy. I do think John Early's funny. 
I don't understand this movie. Yeah, wait. So what is what did they say? Let me see. What's the IMDb say for the film? So like maybe I'm doing a bad job of describing it. I hate I gave it like a one and a half. I hated this movie. Yeah, Terry in strict quarantine. Oh, it's Moroccan model nephew. Okay. In strict quarantine is his ex-husband in his ex-husband's Brooklyn home cares for his injured nephew, a 19-year-old Moroccan model named Balul, drawing attention from everyone in his life. Well, you did a pretty good job. Uh, was that the model? Yeah, this guy here. Yeah, Kahir. Looks like Hash- Trans Abed. <laughs> right? And, then, and then this is the writer, Theta Hamill, who plays Carla. And of course, like, <laughs> has the most the most monologues in the movie. It's like always going on. It, it definitely felt, had like a weird Kevin Smith vibe. Like, we're just hanging during quarantine, just chatting away. Hey, you know what? They made a movie. Yeah, you know what? They made a movie. And it I mean, sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but they made it. <laughs> I did what I did like though. I did like the the new Eisenberg movie he wrote and directed. Kieran Culkin's in it as well. I've heard good things about that. Uh, that's a, that's probably the of all the movies at that festival, that's the one I've been hearing the most about. I, I did like that. It it's like there uh Kieran Culkin plays Jesse Eisenberg's cousin and they grew up like brothers kind of, but they clearly have been apart now because he has like a wife and kid. And Karen Culkin doesn't, but their grandmother passes away and she left money for them to specifically to go back to Poland to visit Poland where she grew up because she like survived the concentration camps or whatever. And it's just kind of like one of those wacky road movies, like, you know, re- rekindling the old times, but also realizing you've grown apart type deal. Sure. Um, trying to see just one other one. I won't get too much into these. Well, I mentioned uh, uh, Evelyn. Oh, dude, I want to see that so bad. It's coming to Netflix. I think it's going to be on Netflix soon. It's a documentary. It's got to be soon because they already bought it. And I think this is already this is probably already a known story for a lot of people. I feel like I've heard a version of this before. Uh, he was a kid. He's born with a mus like a degenerative muscular disease, and where like just as he got older, his body just breaks down. Yeah, like he starts. He has crutches. Then he's in a wheelchair. Then he fucking basically can't move. But he used to play World of Warcraft all the time. I knew about this kid yeah. before they even like announced any and movie his, stuff, and it's a very cool story. His parents knew that he was just like a gamer, like they understood because it's like he couldn't really do anything else. And then he passed away, but they didn't realize until after he passed, like he left his password and then he like updated his blog just to say, like, you know, sadly he's passed away. And they got like all this, all these messages from like this huge community of friends that he had online. They had no clue. Like in their brains, yeah. they were just out of touch. Like, yeah. In their heads, they're like, oh yeah, he plays video games on the internet. It didn't occur to them that he had friendships and he had like, gotten companions of, of various types like through that like and, outlet and that that was like a big deal for him. And so it was like this big shocker where like, it'd be like finding out your, your, uh, your your kid was like Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus kind of thing, where it's like, what? You have this like second life out there? Yeah, and he played on like a role play server, and he mostly did all text, anyways. Um, I don't know if it had something to do with this speech or if we could talk, but whatever. So there's logs of every interaction. There's like thousands of pages of his interactions, and a cool thing they did is they animated it like with game, like using the game. Yeah. Like real versions of it, obviously, but they animated a lot of his interactions to show like how he affected people. Like it's really well done. I was like crying through like most of it. Um, and Netflix already picked it up, so they'll they'll have it. 
and I just want to see one other one at least was good. Yeah, um, out of the ten, would you say you liked? I really liked. I well, I really liked that one. I liked this movie, Didi. It's uh, about this Asian dude growing up in the mid two thousands. Like he's like a skater kid. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's mostly about him, like bef- the year before going to high school, and just kind of standard coming of age stuff for the most part. But just just really well done. Okay. Uh, and like I guess I the movie probably focuses on this, but also I found myself focused on this because I'm older. Like now, when you're old. You realize you feel for the the parents more when yeah. you watch these movies than when like as a kid I'd be like yeah fuck yeah skating and mm-hmm. you know hanging out with older kids and trying to smoke weed with them or drink or whatever but but now it's like oh he's treating his mom like shit what a fucking asshole yeah. like that type <laughs> of shit and the mom and it's really good uh, but yeah that's called Didi I think that got picked up um, and there's this other movie called Love Me. Which I think I, a lot of people probably wouldn't like. I didn't know anything about it going in. I just knew that Kristen Stewart and Stephen Yoon were in it, so that's why I bought it. I'm a big Kristen Stewart fan. But it basically it's one of those move like it's such a fucking indie movie, but uh, it kind of starts with like the Earth, but like the Big Bang, and then the Earth happens, and then it like fast forwards, like you you're seeing like a time lapse, mm-hmm. and to the point where like civilization's over and we just open up on this buoy floating in in like the frozen ocean like a ai buoy or whatever Mm -hmm. and it slowly gets into like it tries to boot up and get its memory and there's this satellite that keeps passing by that's like welcome to earth welcome to earth and it's like a weird romantic thing (laughs) between a buoy and a satellite that morphs into christmas it's hard to explain yeah it's hard to even picture what you're describing what is this called it's called love me and uh are they are they voicing something to but yes but then it starts getting into the programming where like the buoy is trying to because because initially the buoy talks to the satellite and the satellites are you a uh um are you a life form and it's like no i'm a buoy and it's like all right just pieces out of there so it teaches itself like okay next time i have to say i'm a life form and it like finds Kristen Stewart used to be a blogger. Like, it finds her Instagram and pretends it's that it's Kristen Stewart. I don't know. It's hard to explain. No, yeah, it sounds very yeah. high concept. Like, it it gets into like where it's almost meta versions of the character, like like Facebook meta, like VR, okay. like animated. But then it gets into like real, like them actually acting in scenes. Okay, I, I'm the way the fact that you described it as something that might be easy to hate, but then also is hard to describe. Those two things seem to go hand. Well, in it's hand. similar. This other movie I like called Little Death that a lot of people didn't like, uh, with David Schwimmer's in it. And the first half, it's like he's a writer. Like it's kind of almost cliche, like uh, not quite Cohen Brothers, but I can't quite put my finger on the style. Oh, I mean, maybe even like a Charlie Kaufman kind of, because it's like he's a depressed writer and it has weird an- like cuts into animation sometimes with his voiceover okay. talking about like how he takes this antidepressant and this drug and this and whatever. And he's just trying to get a television show made. And then there's moments where they're like, Oh no, he's trying to get a movie made about his life. And then there's moments where like uh, an executive's like, you know what? We want to finance this movie. We want you to direct, but can we have a woman star in it? 
And he's like, this is the story of my life. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but couldn't you just, you're Daniel, just make it Danielle? Like, women's stories are really selling right now. But then it'll do the thing where all of a sudden an actress is playing his part in the movie, but it's still ah, acting like so him. It's, it's like yeah. I Heart Huckabees. Or A little like, bit. Like but, being John Malkovich, like that type of weird. But then it becomes something completely different. I don't really want to spoil it, but then it just becomes something different. Um, and then, yeah, I guess those were the main ones I liked. Uh, yeah, because so, the other ones were like two, three, but those those ones were the four stars. More positive than negative? Yeah, I liked uh, Evelyn. Real Pain is the Eisenberg one with Kieran Culkin, Dee Dee, and Love Me, and Little Deaths. Those are the ones that I liked a lot. There was another one, Suncoast, that was just, that's coming to Hulu, I think, like next week. That one was all right. It has uh, Thandi Newton's daughter, who played Joel's daughter in The Last of Us show. Oh, okay. Um, I like her. And it's it's based off, like, the writer-director's real life, I think, except maybe not the Terry Schiavo part, but basically it takes place during ter- Terry Schiavo where the main she's a girl growing up, but her brother is like a vegetable, and he's in the same hospital where Terry Schiavo is. So she, when she's visiting him, there are people protesting and shit like that, uh-huh. and Woody Harrelson's like a protester that like becomes like a father figure. It's just kind of... You kind of know where this is going, but right. it's still... It's like a decent version of that. Uh, anyways, I'm a big fan. I I love that they do the online stuff because I just sit and watch movies all well, day. It's long. such a smart idea because like plenty of trans sex work movies, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. watch them all day. Beam that <laughs> shit right into my face. I'll keep watching that garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The Sundance <laughs> Film Festival isn't is too happy with me. That's well, it's okay. so great because at the beginning, um, <laughs> at the beginning of everything, they have an intro too where they thank like the indigenous peoples of Utah or whatever <laughs> for like the land that they get to have the yeah. festival and shit. Yeah, you're just farting in basketball shorts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Mike, I wanted to ask you: Have you played the suicide game? Suicide Suicide Squad game? Did no, it come out it, today. So it came out today. Yeah, unless you paid for like the hundred dollar version, and then you, well. In theory, you were supposed to get access to the game. Uh-huh. Uh, it didn't go super smoothly, so there wasn't as much time to play, but um, it didn't technically come out till today. Uh-huh. I'm getting it from Gamefly, so I won't have it till Monday. Oh, okay. So if you got the $100 version, what, you get a few days ago yeah, or something? Yeah, you get a couple days oh, early, right. yeah. Because that's what I'm wondering. I don't know if it's just my feed, but my feed is people spoiling the game yes, that and is upset everything. about... Okay, I wasn't sure how it widespread an, this was. It, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with people, but for yeah. some reason... I was going to ask, like, where's is it just because they feel like it's somehow insulting the Arkham games or something? Well, and it uh, everyone's mad because it was the last time... Well, it was supposed to be the last time that... Uh, oh, God, I'm spacing out his name. Kevin Yeah, Kevin Conroy, Conroy was supposed yeah. to voice uh, Batman. Yes. Um, and then, I mean, like, WB had to come out and be like, I know we could have said this earlier, but he actually has a couple other performances for stuff that he had recorded. Because this is called Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League, so these characters get killed in it. Yeah. Um, Uh, But yeah, tons and tons of, like, there was a lot of bad blood for this game early on. Yeah, with the leaks. Yeah, it got shown off, and people didn't like it. It got played by preview people. They didn't have kind stuff to say about it. Video was shown, leaks happened, and people like it's just it's had a lot of bad press. Um, and so I think I guess everyone's just decided whether they have played it or not or even like it or not, 
fuck this game. We're just going to talk about it as if Cause, dude, it's I get been out clips for months. Of like, shot, here's, dude. I get clips like, here's the ending of the game. Don't even bother. I'm, I was yeah. going to say, don't, I've been telling people at work, if you see anything about that game, yeah. just keep scrolling. Yeah. Because the likelihood of it being something that you'd expect to see about a game that literally came out today is so low. And the likelihood of you seeing something that's like a big moment or a, or a, like a realistic spoiler or some fucked up thing is very, very high right now. And it's like kind of shocking. It's so wild to me because obviously, I mean, we've been known to be haters. We've been known to be world-class haters, sure. like especially when it comes to like Zack Snyder stuff. Yeah. But I don't feel like we've ever been like... You can argue that we actually love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't feel like we've ever been like, here's the thing. Fuck you if yeah. you want, if you are looking forward to this. Like, Senpai says I'm gay. Aww. <laughs> Thank you, Zenpai. Or if uh, we are going to do that, I feel like... Because so, everyone's so we go... Like we talked about... Um, just recently, we, we talked about the entirety of Rebel Moon, basically. But we, but we said, gave everybody yeah. a super fair warning. Yeah. And so I don't think we ever just say, fuck you, this sucks, here it is. Because there's this weird malice with some of the, like with on social media where people are like, I hate this. And so, you know, I get like being like, I'm upset about what they're doing here, but it's weird because, but they knowingly are like, I want to make sure that even if someone's looking forward to this, I could potentially ruin this for them, yeah. which is, we that's bizarre to me. Well, but that's just like internet culture right now, right? This is just yeah. like that, like vitriolic for no reason. Yeah. I mean, I guess there, this could be a minor spoiler if you're concerned, but because everyone's talking about that, I guess when they kill the Flash, they piss on him or something. <laughs> I mean, but it's, <laughs> but it's, it's like the suicide squad. Yeah. Like, but people are upset about that. Here's the thing. If if uh, James Gunn did that in his movie, would yeah. anyone be mad at him? Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't that also supposed to be like the edgy thing you're going for? Um, but I guess it's because they think that, from what I glean, uh, is that it's supposed to be continuity with Arkham, and they think it's ruining because if like... Well, yes, it is supposed to technically take place in the Batman Arkham universe, but yeah. also... Uh, people are, uh, what's that word? Uh, fucking retarded. <laughs> yeah. And they think, oh, hey, you know that trilogy of games that this studio spent a decade making? It's going to ruin the, how do they make more. And it's like, do you fucking think that they spent 12 years making fucking Batman Arkham games and then spent a nightmare of time spending uh, making this Suicide Squad game and then they're going to go back and make another fucking Batman Arkham game? That mm. shit's done. Yeah. Like, the very fact that they're even tying it to the universe is like tangential at best. It doesn't ruin anything. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't hurt anything. It's a stupid thing to be mad about. And people are, are like weirdly precious uh, about like, yes, the first Arkham game was good. City was fine. And Arkham Knight wasn't very good. Like, why is that the series you're deciding to like clutch your pearls over? Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I want to play this Suicide Squad game, but also, I mean, I have games that I haven't even opened yet. Like, dude, I have to... the Avatar game. Oh, dude, uh, it's but great. I haven't played it yet. I do want to play it. Was it. My, it was my number two of the year. Ooh, I didn't two. expect that. Or three? Two or three. I can't remember. But I didn't expect it to get as high up as it did, but I fucking loved it. You need to play fucking Guardians, Jim. That's true. I have Guardians. You, as I well. know you do. Yeah. You need to play fucking Guardians. I did play. Like it. I liked what I played. Of yeah, it. Guardians. I did was play great. it a little bit. I mean, I did like what Ugh. I played, but then it was just one of those things where then I didn't play it for a long time. Sure. 
And I was like, yeah, I'd have to like start over. Probably. It's hard to jump back in with stuff like that. But yeah, oh, Guardians is so good. On your list of games you haven't played, like I'd say like fucking play some more Avatar and Guardians. Yeah. Yeah, Avatar I mean, is so good. I did get a Quest 3 for Christmas and uh, I was playing The Exorcist. I forget whatever the thing's called that yeah. they just released. That shit is fucking scary, dude. Yeah, no, I would never even touch it. <laughs> well, no, but Stella was like, if you guys do a streamathon, Michael will have to play. And oh, I was like, that's a great idea. Because we can stream it. We can stream it on the, the idea. No, we've talked about this. Remember, <laughs> we so scary. No, well, there's so many games we could play. Remember yeah, when you, like that, when dude, you right? learned how to yeah, link it? I never even thought of this. No, no, you, we did. We did this. We did do it once. We had an iPhone. with an iPhone. But yeah. like it was the same premise, and yeah, I didn't want to do it. Yeah, but this you'll be in it. You'll be in it. No, no, no. I'm not going to do that. No, you I, should try yeah, just a little. No, because haunted houses where the danger is very much real. I've <laughs> had, I've had, I'm on my third VR headset. I don't like horror uh, video games because they're like the the VR headset stuff is just like fucked up in your face. I think yeah. I famously told the story that the Arkham VR game. Yeah, uh, I, I've I've made the joke that I'm like uh, the thing about that game that you don't realize is. Batman is a big, cool, tough guy, and you, some fucking loser, <laughs> in situations that he's yeah, in, yeah. you suddenly realize that like it's worse than you think. Yeah. And then like there's a moment in the game. I know exactly when I stopped playing that game because you go to visit the Joker in Arkham. Just yeah. the Joker. He's just the Joker you've seen, the Mark Hamill Joker from the oh, Arkham games. Yeah. And he's in his cell, and he's talking to you through the little fucking hole. And he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, uh, yeah, I'll tell you where they are. Bats just. Come here. Lean, oh, lean in close. Yeah. And so you lean yeah. in, he goes, ah, a little closer. And I'm like, I took the headset off and I never played the game. <laughs> yeah, because, no because it's a game that has that's proven that they're <laughs> the not old afraid, mill. They're not afraid <laughs> to do like some scary. Yeah, get out of here. But, <laughs> get out of here, kid. It's got a, a, a weird amount of jump scares in it. Yeah. Because like, there's a part where you're like in the middle of like the, you're on this island surrounded by water. VR and Killer Croc is like swimming around coming out at you. Yeah. And it's way Killer Croc is way scarier when you're you're in Batman shoes and when you're playing it at like a third person. So like Joker wanted me to lean in further. And I said, no, sir, I will not mm. lean in further. And I never played the game again. I don't like, like I, I may be boop pilled, but I don't want to play a fucking horror VR game. Yeah. Dude, you know, about, would do it. you know about like, uh, until you dawn, just try a little so bit until dawn. They did another one. Like that was like that. Like, mm. an, so what it did was since the PSVR two has eye tracking, uh-huh, it can also do blink tracking. So uh, blink tracking so does... So they know that you got your eyes closed? So it knows where you're yeah. looking, and so it watches for when you're looking somewhere to put stuff in your periphs, but then it also watches for when you blink and times it so some fucked up thing happens oh, no. as you blink. It's, it's so, like, nefarious. I don't want a fucking thing to do with that. I, because it's like... The dumb, the dumb thing is, like, like Jeff mentioned, in a haunted house, it is truly there... But in a weird way, VR feels more there because it's like way up in your face. Mm. Where like in real life, it's not. It's actually not as close VR and in your just, face as VR is. VR is just the zombie guy coming through the fence the entire time. <laughs> the the first time I think. We oh did yeah, when he reached guy, out, reached yeah, out, grabbed yeah. Your yeah. Face yes, yeah, it. actually, yeah. P uh, VR horror is the <laughs> arm shooting out of the wall, but every single thing is that. <laughs> So like, or that it's a scarecrow bashing through mm. the wall that you think is made of wood. Mm. Oh, scarecrow level would be great in VR. Um, yeah, yeah. there is. You one. So what's have the to try just a what little bit. Uh, it's mostly like you're a detective, 
So it's yeah, kind of solving crimes. Yeah, it's just uh, I guess maybe this is what they do in the Batman games too, because it's mostly just kind of <laughs> you walk, you show up at a crime scene. Like I've only done like kind of the first, I guess, part of the second level too. So it's like first you walk into a church, and of course it's like pitch black. It's dark in there, and they're they're like, oh, go check the. They've already marked the evidence, and like you come in, there's like a bloody, uh, you know, bloody Mary statue marked like Exhibit One. Then you go over to where the confessional is, and when you open the door, there's a dead priest in there, and like a fucking it like falls pig's out. head. Yeah, it kind of falls out, and there's a pig's head like stapled to the fuck or nailed to the. Uh, Imagine wall. being Stella and watching you play this and being like, I really think we can get Mike to put <laughs> yeah. this headset on. Mike's running through the house punching, but we can't stop him. He still has the VR on. Well, because then you like go in the the priest's office and you find like he's got a hidden safe with tapes in it and you're listening to the tapes where he's talking about like someone's someone is coming in to see him because she's having issues or whatever. But then when you walk back into the church, all of a sudden it's lit up all red. And you're hearing like yeah, you're seeing things in the shadows and out of the corner of your eye. You like look up on the altar and there's like someone standing up there. And then you, like if uh, yeah, you kind of move your head a little bit. They disappear. Yeah, fuck that. But then all of a sudden they're throwing chairs at you from the back and shit. Yeah. And then a, like yeah, ghostly images like rushing at you. Yeah, no. The I don't scariest want that. part was actually in the second level because it's like the murderer who is possessed. She's in like a padded cell and you walk in the padded cell and all of a sudden like all the doors disappear and then the lights go out and they come back on and there's like padded cells pathways you have to walk through. Mm. But there's a certain point where, you know, you see the lady, she's like tied to the thing in the distance. And at this point, though, you have a cross that you could hold up. But then all of a sudden, like the lights go out, and then I just hear whisper, like, but it sounded like someone was right next yes. to me. I, I, yes. I and it's just you hear. Help me. And then I just pulled the fucking <laughs> I pulled the headset yeah, off. That's because I thought Stella up. was fucking with me for a second. That's like, the other thought, fucked up thing about yeah. the headsets is when they because they have the 3D audio, it fucks with you. <laughs> yes, yeah. And then because yeah, because the other thing that scares me more so than the game too is that I just picture like the scary shit's happening in the game, and then I take the headset off, and like there's a ghost in my house now. Well, dude, I'm <laughs> always <laughs> watching me the whole time. There's two things I've always said. I'm surprised You're the movie the hasn't done. The movie, yeah. Is the guy in the shower who's like shutting it, like he's got the shampoo in his hair, and he shuts his eyes to rinse it. Mm. And during that time of eyes shut, some fucked up thing yeah, is like the right there. Or um, the person like with the VR headset on, you're doing that. You're sitting there doing that, and then like you. Pull it up and the fucked up yeah, thing is something's like right. A home there. invasion has happened while you exactly. have your fucking headset on. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, yeah, you just pull up, there's a guy sitting in your house. <laughs> hey, what's up? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, Stella then, just walks on you, they're just shitting and pissing yourself, crying. <laughs> 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 well, Stella was playing like, like super hot. <laughs> the uh Stella was playing like a mountain climbing demo. And uh yeah, once she like there was a point where you had to like do a thing where you jump. Like and you have to then grab to another ledge, and she fell and like just started screaming. It gives you because it's like yeah, you just like ah, like she's like scream like blood curdling scream like I'm falling to my yeah. It's like a science fiction movie. They're like the brain can tell no difference between if you fall in the game or you got to play what the bat, Jim. Have you played what the bat? No, what's that one? Did you ever play what the golf? Hmm, I don't think so. The premise, like the fastest elevator pitch, is what they do is it's just it's like a master craft in game design where the premise is. You're playing mini golf. You start like the very first level is like there's a hole. You have your golf club and you have a ball. You try to knock it into the ball, into the hole. And you're like, okay. And then 
it reloads and it's like, it looks like it's the same level. So you're like, okay, well, what am I doing? And then you swing at the ball, but then when you hit the ball, the hole moves instead of the ball and you realize, oh, I have to hit it so that the hole bounces over to me and then the, hole, the ball falls in it. And then it reloads again. And then you're like, okay, well, what is it? And then when you start to move, your club doesn't move, the ball moves and you go, oh. I'm the, and then they just like, they basically come up with yeah. like, like three dozen, like probably more than this, probably like 50 or 60 levels. Just uh, that's so many iterations of what is every single thing we can do. Like, okay, instead of hitting the ball, now you're hitting a car. And you have, once you hit it, you have to drive it. And there's obstacles. Or, oh, now you're in zero gravity. So like there's a million different things that they do. And so what the bat is like that same premise, except you're a man whose hands are baseball bats. Oh, nice. And every single level is just your hands are baseball bats. We came up with a million weird things for you to do when your hands are baseball bats. And that's all it is, is you have two hands and they're baseball bats and they just throw weird scenarios at you where you have to figure out what you're supposed to do. And it's super fun. Huh. I like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kristen's in the chat. I screened my head off when I fell in super hot. It's so scary to fall in VR. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or like when you're in a game and like you're walking across like a board between buildings. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in your brain, you can step off, but like you have that. It's like, you know, when you're walking down the steps and you miss a step and you have that like <laughs> microsecond of, oh, I felt like you're not falling, but you, you're like, I'm going further than I should. And then you hit the ground and you're fine. Like, that happens when you're in VR and you step off of something where you're like, oh, I'm going for yeah. Oh, never mind. I'm not, I'm not actually not. <laughs> well, in this game, your hands are baseball bats and the demons are coming <laughs> for you. Yeah. Oh, did you blink? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the other thing. Yeah, in Exorcist, when you do come back in the dark church, like in the darkness, you keep hearing, you, you hear like a, uh, like a lady demon whispering like, heathen, heathen, you're a heathen. But then I'm getting all spooked and then my dogs sense that I'm getting like, like they're like, what is he? He's got a thing on his head and he's acting weird. So then it's like if Caesar jumps in my lap or something like that's oh, even scarier. Dude, yeah, so just crush his head. When <laughs> I got my first PSVR, yeah. they had a, a game that comes with it. It's like the whole thing is like you're in a shark cage. It's getting lowered down. I tr I think I tried that one a while back and I turned around and saw a shark and I just took it off. Yeah, yeah. and that's the thing. The whole thing is like it's it's not a game as much as it's an experience and you yeah. get lowered down. Because you're trying to find like a, a wrecked submarine. Yeah. And you're not like a shark guy. You're in a cage because you're getting lowered down to find the, the submarine. And then they're like, then you see a shark and it's like kind of fucking with you. But then it starts tearing your cage apart. And at one point, and so then the guy up in the, at the top is like trying to raise you. And the big climax is that like the bottom right of your thing has been ripped open. Mm. And it's like, it's on the other side. But then you, as you start getting raised, it starts coming around and you're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And then like you kind of get raised up at the, the, the perfect time for like rubble to fall. And but it's like right there. Yeah. So as it's like coming around and I'm just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, I'm standing to do this. My cat decides to like, like come up and rub really hard against oh, my leg. No, yeah. So I'm just like seeing the shark. And then I just feel like this like. Not just like a, a gentle, it's like my cat's like doing a, a full on nuzzle on my leg. I'm like, Wah! <laughs> and it just, it, it gets you so good. Cause you just, you don't, you're so stupid. You forget that you're like, there's a world outside the world you're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. 
They should do like VR porn where halfway through a guy comes in and starts shooting everyone and you're like, get away. <laughs> like, it's like yeah, 15 yeah. minutes of regular porn and then, what the fuck? Cindy! <laughs> you're next. And you're like throwing <laughs> knives at people. <laughs> That's my wife, bro. Yeah. I guess I got to go out the window and cross these boards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, shark. You're all hard. No marketing <laughs> says that it's in any other porn That would game. be fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, just super, uh, super. Like, you could wait a bit. And someone could play it like three or four times, and if they're coming early, they don't even get to the part where that happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like that click so point like game where like time. the guy comes and kills you, and you just keep playing the time loop. You're yeah, sucked. <laughs> you, it's not even. Oh, my penis is baseball bats. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do I do with them? <laughs> wait, now I'm sucking. Oh wait, no, I'm the cock. <laughs> I'm the jizz. Wait, when I reached for my cock, my cock moved. I'm the cock. I need to put it in my, my hand. My jizz is a race car. Your jizz is a race car. How can this be? Whoa. <laughs> How can that be? <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? What else? But Jizz is a race car. What else is popping off these days? You know what? What else? My Jizz was a race car. I'd eat Jizz all day long. Is that cake? That's, is that uh, what you're doing? Uh, Les Claypool. Oh, 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 Primus. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we didn't mention in part one, but uh, we did say farewell to Carl, Carl Weathers. It is weird because, like... Usually when an actor like that passes away, it's because, you I mean, you haven't seen him in anything in a while, yeah. but, like, I mean, he's been in The Mandalorian. Well, he's, yeah, he's been in every season, and he's yeah. been important in all of them. Yeah, really? So I went... Yeah, and he, like, directed some episodes, yeah. too, I think. Huh. So he was one of those weird things where, like, not that I wouldn't have been, like, had any attachment to him or known, but, like, I wouldn't have had something, like you said, something very recent. That's yeah. hyper, hyper recent. And, again, he's, like, one of, I'd say, four main characters well, in that show. Well, even to the point where I assume, like... They were gonna. They're planning this movie. Oh, I'm yeah. sure they had something going on with that character. They're definitely gonna have to write him out because he was surely in it. Or just have um, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or have him. or have uh, Ma- Mark uh, Mark Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> A CG Mark Hamill play him. Vexed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Carl Weathers. Yeah. Could be sickle cell. Well, he was like <laughs> 78. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. It was, so it is weird that like. Not that I wouldn't have cared, but it wouldn't have mattered as much. Where yeah. now suddenly I'm like, oh shit, like something I am invested in, he is a prominent part of. That's kind of crazy. And he, he also seemed like a cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone seemed like a cool I dude. I know everyone has nice shit to say about every, uh, everyone, but he's one of those guys where like he's played so many different things for so long. Like he's got Predator and like, he was, was he Apollo Creed? Yes. Yeah, he's Apollo Creed. Well, he, he was also, in Predator. He was like he, he was played even, himself in Arrested Development, right? Yeah, yeah. And that like oh, that dude, showed he that so he was funny, funny like because he he would he was cool enough to like kind of kind of poke a, fun at himself, a, like, a like a desperate, desperate poor yeah. version of <laughs> yeah. himself. He gets the bones for soup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> it's very very good. Yeah, pull up some Carl Weathers in Arrested <laughs> Development. Well, and he was be best of. Wasn't he like a football player before he became an actor? Uh, uh, I don't know. Is that like Jim Brown? Maybe you're thinking of. I think I think Carl. Well, maybe it wasn't in the NFL, but I think I'm almost positive he played played football. Yeah, there it is. But plenty of meat on that bone. That one, dude. It's so good. Tobias had recently hired actor Carl Weathers as a drama. <laughs> That's a great clip. Do you see me more as the respected dramatic actor or more of the beloved comic actor? Whoa, 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 whoa! There's still plenty of meat on that bone. You take this home, throw it in a pot, add some broth, a potato. 
Baby, you got a stew going. <laughs> yes, that's fine. Uh, but I'm just focused on my acting. I did yes, that's my last fine. Well, and he's selling it so well. <laughs> I'm telling you a little he's story holding about the bone. I was doing the Showtime movie Hot Ice with Ann Archer. Never once touched my padilla. I go to craft service, get some raw veggies, bacon, <laughs> cup of soup. Baby, I had a stew going. <laughs> that's so funny. I think I'd like my money back. Well, it's great because he's like that throughout the whole series. Whenever he's on. <laughs> He smiles back at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's it's uh, easy to forget how funny yeah. original rest of development was. Yeah, because it was so tarnished. Well, by, because uh, it's the director's even, cut of um director cut. Even yeah. by arrested development standards, the first Netflix season is fucking uh uh the godfather compared to the last <laughs> Netflix season. <laughs> Uh, Goldbricker, that's what Jonathan Majors can do now. You know what? Jonathan Majors does need a nice comedic part. Yes. <laughs> That'll really uh, win our hearts back. Oh, do the, do, you should do the Burger King. I was going to say, because Burger King auto-filled, but I don't remember that. So, uh, it's yeah. very funny. And Tobias met with Carl Weathers at Burger King. <laughs> Thanks for meeting me down here at Burger King. I'm trying to get them to underwrite a new TV project I'm working on. Get some money in exchange for setting a scene here in Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't draw attention to it. You know I'm directing an episode of the series Scandal Makers. It's about the Bluth family and your father-in-law's escape from justice. I play the lead. Oh. Bounty Hunter, name of ice. Oh, no. You want me to play myself, don't you? <laughs> I swore I'd not go reality. I no, no, do... no, 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 no. I, I, I already got a great guy named David Tell to play you. I wasn't actually <laughs> here to ask you if you're in it. I'm looking for somebody in your family to sign a release. I could not betray my family like that. Come on, man. I got every part cast except for George Sr. I want that part. Then sign over the rights. We got a new soda. Hey, you know that you can get a refill on any drink you want here, and it's free. <laughs> it's a wonderful restaurant. <laughs> it sure is. Uh, yeah, the, the drink part's the great. funny part. <laughs> Did you know? That's such a funny bit. Yeah. I didn't even touch my birdie. <laughs> but yeah, it is because it's kind of like usually when you hear about someone like that and they die in their sleep, you assume like, well, if they passed away in their sleep, they must have been sick for months. They've probably been on yeah. their deathbed, but it's like, nah, they've they've been working and active in projects. Yeah, directing uh episodes of popular television shows. But uh death just comes for us all. Um yeah. except or, for me. I'm gonna live forever. Yeah, that yeah. will me too. Yeah. Jeff, how about you? I'll forever? Live forever. Dude, or yeah. it'll just come out in a few months that he's actually like a weird drug addict and oh, <laughs> that's yeah. what happened. I mean, uh, I don't I don't think that's the case, but I'm just saying that's how sometimes these things play out. I'll choose not to believe it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be like, that's fake news. Yeah. Fake news bullshit. Um, oh, that. Bud Light's back, huh? Ooh. Now that they got Shane Gillis? Shane Gillis, it's a match made in heaven for Bud Light. I'm Wait, hoping for a Shane Gillis. I thought he was like commercial. marketing poison. Someone's taking oh, a shot? Oh, he's long been huge. Like, he's like way past that. So oh, okay, like now, good. Yeah, but he... Well, I thought he was like, he got canceled, but he was like... like popular in his cancellation but not yeah. enough for like i think it's been the situation. biggest comedian now yeah i think I, I think you're right that was it for a bit but then it just he's broken through so much yeah and become so big and enough times pass where it's like well and he really and just dropped the two best specials that right. like everyone Dude, that special yeah. we watched in orlando was hilarious <laughs> plus it, it's so funny because it, it it weirdly seems so obvious now like 
if someone at Bud Light's like, well, how do we win back the the schlubby guy? Yeah, the guy that says gay well, and retarded yeah, and like, drinks Bud Light he's to like, excess. We've we've lost our actual base of like of like schlubby, you know, dudes, well, he, working men. He had a funny point, which I guess they ignored. It's like he can't get sponsored by Bud Light because anytime he talks about Bud Light, he's drinking like twenty of them. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, but I guess they're just ignoring that. Well, yeah, it's like half of his appearances where he's been drunk have been like on bar stool, like big appearances where he gets in like a fight with a guy drunk on Bud Lights. So well, it's like I guess it's I'm just hoping for a Super Bowl commercial would be very It funny. feels like it would have to be. If they're announcing it this is usually when you hear stuff about uh like when marketing things are gearing up. It's I heard that first like Deadpool trailer is supposed to be uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I have cool. heard I know it's super obvious, but it is like it's kind of perfect is that people have been like, well, who's Taylor Swift for dudes? Yeah. Shane Gillis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who should Patrick Mahomes date? Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. Gillis. <laughs> That'd be good. Um, but yeah, good for him. I yeah, hopefully he gets paid. Well, it's what's funny too, I saw a bunch of tweets in my feed today that were like, well, because some I don't know who it was, but some social media conservative personality tweeted something like, you know. Finally, like uh, getting an anti woke uh, uh, speaker or or face of a brand like Shane Gillis or whatever. So to like stick it to that tweet, they were like, people don't know that Shane Gillis is actually liberal just because he uh, just because he makes jokes and says retard doesn't mean he's not a liberal. And I'm just thinking like, <laughs> not that I think he's like super conservative or anything, right. but I'm also not like. Oh yeah, secret liberal. No, no, <laughs> you listen Gillis. to his podcast. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's all about how like those people are gay and stuff. It's not that he's a right wing guy. Yeah, but yeah. I'm liberal. I make that, jokes and I say yeah. retarded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I mean I guess it's just that either side wants to be like this is our guy, this is our yeah. hero or something, or they but, want to pretend that that's yeah. the reason. Like like yeah, let's get a guy like that. And it's yeah. like well that's not what they yeah. what they well, they just most, thought who's a popular guy. Well, I mean most of. Uh, well, maybe not the most, because he's just, he's su- the most of the reason why he's famous because he's super funny. But like, I think people also like that he just kind of he's not being like, uh, you know, Trump sucks. Yeah. He'll like make jokes about how Trump sucks, but he likes Trump. Yeah, and yeah. but he's also not always just kind of like, you know, Biden's the worst. Like he will make a lot of Biden jokes, but it's not like his identity yeah. about well, like who's exactly. who. He well, and it was funny when he they announced the deal. They of course the usual rags had to be like homo. They spark homophobic, mm. uh, transphobic uh, comedian is the face of the new brand well, or whatever. He's smart too because like he likes Trump, but he doesn't like Trump politically. But like he even if he does, like, he, well, I get, like even yeah. if he did, that's not what. What it's he talks like about. Yeah, when he talks yeah. about Trump, he likes Trump the person because yeah. he's a weirdo and a funny like person to yeah, talk yeah. about. Yeah, it's the joke and, about him getting assassinated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's the angle. Is like, and then this like he that 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 is how you can you can do it. It's like he's smart about that stuff. Yeah. Um. And uh, um, yeah. I just, Jim, it's just big bucks. I'd be happy if you got like a million buco bucks. Do a Super Bowl commercial. I'm sure it's big bucks just being sponsored by Bud Light, but you know. Uh, known terrible radio show, uh, Jim and Sam. Um, <laughs> we're kind of talking about it, and they, they for the in a. Uh, Did they say the a, pendulum had swung? <laughs> well, in a rare, in a rare kind of interesting point, they were saying how they were talking about how he's getting big enough where like. SNL could ask him to host the show, yeah. which would be fucking wild. 
Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Because yeah, that's always been the funny bit is like, yeah, when he's big enough, yeah. Yeah. And then they're going to beg him to be on the show. But yeah, they could just have him on the show. I don't know. Do you do it? I guess you do. Right? You kind of have to. No, yeah, you, yeah. you have to. And then you, have to. you, you let the joke be that you're stupid. Not, I'm not mm-hmm. saying from Gillis. SNL, basically, you have like you know, you suck ass three or sketches ass. or his monologue where they go, we'll take it on the chin. Yeah. We'll take it on the chin because if we're going to invite him at all, we have to take it on the chin. Yeah. Or else everyone else is going to come up with way worse ways for us to take it on the chin. So that's what we have to do. We have to, the, the whole thing has to be like, oh, check out Gillis's monologue. He tore them apart and it was hilarious and everyone was in on it. Yeah. What's hilarious about him, at least from my sort of outsider perspective, because I don't know a lot of, like, I know a little bit about, like, his friends or, like, podcast friends of him or whatever. Uh-huh. But it feels like he's built some sort of uh, Philly dirtbag economy. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's yeah, famous yeah. enough that he's somehow, yeah. <laughs> he's brought up, like, yeah. whatever the whatever you would call a, a rat pack. Just live with him now. Whatever uh, you'd call, like, the Philly rat pack. Um, like, some, some sort the, of name Well, for the dad me calls their fans fat gay retards. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, gay he retard. didn't forget the little guys, right? Yeah. He got big, and he's like, Come on, pals. Like, yeah. come on up. I'm huge. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it is a good it's. Did you see like he got an award from Patreon for being the number one Patreon? And it's this weird statue that looks like a penis. I heard them talk. I was <laughs> listening to. Uh, uh, yeah, that was like, yeah. I forget who they had on. I was listening to a, they had the and Matt a couple weeks ago. So he, has, he has a bigger Patreon than like some like sex girl. Yeah, It's number one. Wow. I don't think Patreon's for sex really anymore. It's for white uh, guy podcasts. Okay. Uh-oh. OnlyFans is for stand-up comedy now. Too. Well, we Lindsay invented Cummins that. Just put her stand-up on OnlyFans. Fuck yeah, excited. and okay. other ladies too. Oh, that's classic. Us. <laughs> More we than have... one lady. Yeah, that's we're always on. We're on always the... inventing things that people excel yeah. at. Yeah, we're always <laughs> being. We the, we're always the first one to do something that then everyone else does, but then it works out for them. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Like no, one it one worked out for podcasts, us too, though. though. It is my favorite podcast. I, I Gillis is one of those weird guys where like, ever all of my exposure has been through you guys. But literally everything I've seen has been hilarious. Mm. So I probably should yeah. seek him out more. I just, I don't like comedy that way. And so that's, but like, it's yeah. almost nicer that way because then it's like, I, it's like, hey, good on you, Shane Gillis. I know yeah. that good someone out there who's supposed to be funny is, and I know that whenever I'm exposed to it, I will like He's it. He's the new Chris Delia for generation. Yeah, the new no, The next the, one up. The new Dane Cook. Oh, no. Is he the guy that they're going to, that that the um, the, the rubble rousers are going to come up <laughs> in a few years <laughs> and say he's a pedophile? No, dude, get away. No. <laughs> <laughs> no but he did have a, a, good, a good bit when he was talking about his lawyers. He started calling them tightwads and he's like, should we call Jews tightwads? <laughs> My tightwads are on the line. <laughs> Uh, uh, all I do now, for the most part, it, it, well, while sense. working, is uh, listen to uh, old long form segments of Louis C.K. on ONA from back in the day. Oh, nice! And it's so fucking funny. Yeah. But what's awesome is that there's multiple times where he's, you know, he's half serious, but he's mostly joking. Where he's like, because they're always like, like almost each time he comes back, Louis. Bigger and bigger yeah, every time. That makes sense. And, you know, they'll be like, oh, my God, like, you're so famous now. Like, you have a TV show. You have this and that. And he's always kind of like, hey, I know this is all going to go away soon. Like, I know there's just one <laughs> thing's going to happen. It's funny because they'll be like, one thing's going to happen. And yeah. this is all going to go away. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's always funny to hear. I'm the like, it's funny in retrospect. Yeah. He knew. 
He yeah. knew. I mean, I guess he always knew it was in his back pocket. He was, well, he because was cornering he was the one Sam it. Roberts when he was an intern. He was cornering him and jerking off on him. Uh, Sam Roberts is awful, dude. There's no way he made any of that point that you're saying someone made a point on the show. It's yeah, like no, Sam you're Roberts right. I'm like, sure yeah, yeah, they yeah. they heard it on like a different... Because I'm, I'm sure like Legion <laughs> of Skanks or whoever has probably made that joke in the past. Like, yeah, yeah then you're going to host SNL or whatever. Yeah, well, um, literally everyone, I think, made that yeah. joke once they, if they were a fan of his, right? I just never thought about it because, I mean, I knew he was getting bigger, but... I guess I didn't realize how 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 much bigger he was getting. And yeah, so again, like I thought he about was the just Bud like, Light, um, like uh, partnership yeah. and all this other yeah, shit. Yeah, I thought he had just been like cast aside, but he was just like <laughs> thriving well, out there. It, it was the joke when he was getting canceled. He's like, "Save us, Rogan, please!" But then he kind of did make him bigger than ever because he has him on the show like every other month or uh, whatever. Too. And uh, Rogies is coming off a spot. Well, not off a of Spotify, but it's no longer exclusive or something. I think I was reading. Oh, really? Well, I thought I heard that he signed a new deal, and not only is he exclusive, but he's helping them make new shows. Uh, maybe let me double check. I only saw a headline, but I thought I saw the headline said, or maybe they meant the other shows would not be exclusive because oh, there was maybe. something where it said it could be with other platforms. Um, big rogies, two hundred fifty milli. This uh, is my football. Uh, looking at podcasts, <laughs> <laughs> looking at podcast info. Yeah, it says yeah. Though the audio giant will no longer be the sole distributor distributor of his uh, popular okay. podcast. Um, I guess I just kept seeing stuff about. Oh uh, wait, the deal but hold on. Spotify. But maybe they're saying that that's actually incorrect. A spokesperson for Spotify told the Post that the journal's estimates were incorrect. Oh, maybe unless they mean the two hundred fifty millions incorrect. I just don't know um, what a deal with Spotify is if yeah. it's not exclusive. Like, no, that's part of a deal. Uh, the new licensing agreement does allow Spotify to sell ads for and distribute Joe Rogan Experience across several podcast platforms. Oh, so maybe it's still distributed by Spotify, but it says it will be on like Apple and Amazon and oh, YouTube. It's like how Microsoft owns Minecraft and can publish it anywhere they want. Yeah, because I guess it's still like basically it's like having ad reads for Spotify, even though you're listening, you could be listening on a different podcast ah. app or something. Uh, minimum guarantee plus revenue sharing agreement based on ad sales. Maximize Spotify's audience and podcasting revenue. Uh, it feels like, I mean, anytime I read, like, uh, this is probably just my, more my outsider perspective than anything, but like, even like whatever they give Joe Rogan seems high, but then I feel like I hear about some show I've never heard of and Spotify is like, here's $75 million. (laughs) Yeah. Give us your show. Well, dude, we hear about that all the time. It's like the world's biggest shows are shit. Literally no one's ever heard of. Yeah. Cause that's just, that's what all the, the, that world is like. What do they say? It's like a mile, a mile wide, two inches deep kind of thing. Mm. Like the world, like how Netflix basically is technically like in debt, but it's all about like keeping the subscriber number and maybe the stock price or something. Tons of people listen to this crap, but like very little of it is going to become an iconic thing. Like I don't give a shit about Rogan, but like Mm. that's a show that people have heard of. Yeah, like back in the day, it was probably Marin or. Ricky Gervais or whatever, but like that's the one that people know of. So like there's everyone in the fucking world has a podcast and tons of them are wildly popular, but not in a way where anyone knows what they are. Yeah. And so, like I said, like Why mile wide, money on like that, a yeah. couple inches deep. Yeah, you're not I getting anything out of it. My wife, <laughs> uh, my, <laughs> my wife, my wife, couple inches yeah. deep. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those situations where like, regardless of how popular it is, you're not actually 
doing much by making it a thing of yours because like that's not the way podcast popularity really works. Well, Rogan might be the only thing that you kind of would say having that exclusive would be the only thing. I think it is. And that's probably why you got the deal. Like he he is one of the exceptions. What happened to Marin? I mean, obviously I'm sure he still has a lot of listeners, but why did it feel like I was always hearing about him? And then Marin's a sitcom that's in its 14th season. Is it really? Well, no, I'm saying. Like, oh, I get what you're saying. You well, watch... kind of like Jim and them to other people. Yeah, it, it's super... like we, there's a lot of listeners we used to have yeah. that are like, yes, yeah. no, exactly. Yeah. Marin is supernatural, Jim. Yeah, you're First right. First three seasons are fantastic. Then up to five is still really good, and it probably should have ended there. But then it kept going, and it like tons of people like. I guess like, the weird play, thing like, though watch is watch Supernatural, but like no one's thinking about it. No one's out there talking about it. It's League of Legends. It's the most popular multiplayer game but you literally never hear anyone say a word about it. I guess the weird thing, I guess it's because, you know, I stopped listening regularly a long time ago, but I feel like it still went a long time where even though I wasn't listening, I always heard it at least in conversation or just as a thing. Yeah. I I think whereas it's it's not like, cause it's not like I listen to Rogan. Like if, if I hear that there's a cool guest that I like, I'll maybe check it out. But I still hear about Rogan all the yeah, time. Like the know? only people I Indy. only time in the in my generation of podcasts I listen to, the only time Mark Marin comes up is to make fun of him. <laughs> so I don't really know. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Dick Bond does a Marin where he's like, Yeah, who are your guys? Who are your guys? And he's like playing guitar and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing something recently, he was shitting on another comedian. I forget what it was though now. Yeah, he was throwing someone under the bus that was like getting in trouble for something. I think he it was, was Matt Rife. I think he was shooting on Matt. Oh, Rife. that's what you're right. That's what it was. Where it's like, yeah, and not who that cares I even like Matt Rife, but, but as yeah. a comedian or whatever, you should you just be like, yeah, fuck that guy for yeah, <laughs> especially when you're the abrasive dickhead guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one thing if like they have a beef or like something outside of his comedy he doesn't like, or even just a general like I don't like his brand. Yeah, I'm sure but he it has was beef. more. His beef was more like he didn't like that he was making like domestic violence jokes or something, something shitty, something shitty that like you would think a comedian wouldn't be doing. That's like a hack reason to be mad at someone. It's one thing to be in the community world. One thing to be like, I don't think he's funny, and I think he's a hack. It's one thing thing to be like, you can't make jokes. But then to judge like the content and be like, oh, he's crossing lines or something. And I don't really know Mark Maron's comedy, but he's not like a clean comic, right? No, no. (laughs) Well, no, he's a guy. He's like riff comic. He's like one of those guys that like writes five minutes and then goes out for 45 and just like tries Mm. to figure it out. Huh. Yeah, let's riff. But let's yeah, I riff think some more. I think that's like the easiest comparison is just compare it to a really popular show that goes on for two. Yeah, it long. goes on for like thirteen seasons and like it's like a podcast that's yeah. been going on since two thousand seven. Yeah, like so just keep sixteen years. Just keep holding on. Keeps reinventing itself. Like they make like a free <laughs> tier, and so one of the people on the show goes back and finds old episodes. <laughs> yeah, and. There are old episodes where he used to complain that nobody commented on anything or left comments on anything on the Patreon, but they're full of tons of comments <laughs> and they're people he forgot existed. And he's like, whoa, what? Where did these people go? <laughs> Man, I wonder where a show like that would be right now. We should write, uh, we should make a podcast about that. <laughs> we, sh- we need to start, we need to make a list of people to kill that, <laughs> <laughs> that left us. Anyone that left no, that's, us. Uh, that's kind of we- where I was going. We need to make a list of listeners. That we used to shout out all the time, and now we know they're not here anymore because we could probably we probably know their Facebooks, and we need to just just start bar- like 
Uh, Joseph Neely. Like, come back <laughs> in the Neely. fold. We know yeah, you. I follow him on Twitter. We know you, 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 you became a libtard for a while. You must have gotten over it at this point. <laughs> so it's time you come back into the fold, Joseph Neely. The wokest meme cast. I mean, not to do it, oh, woe is me or, or poor me, but. Um, uh, my God, you may have noticed this. I don't think we didn't see as many Spotify wrapped. We didn't get as many as tagged in as many Spotify wrapped uh, uh, <laughs> images this year. I got tagged in like three, <laughs> and like last year and the oh, year yeah. before, it was like a dozen, maybe, yeah. maybe I'll like maybe like fifteen range, something mm. like that. There's too uh, many podcasts. That's why. It's and not that they're listening there are, less. There are a couple people. Well, they're listening less. I don't. If you're if you if what I'm about to say describes you, I'm not judging you. I'm merely yeah. saying just it an happened. observation. There were people that instead of tagging us, just sent me a message so that maybe the world doesn't oh, need to know, but yes. Mike gets to know. So it's yeah. like, hey, thank you. That's where I you appreciate be. you letting me know. But like, seems like you didn't want anyone else to know, yeah. or like you didn't think anyone else. Would yeah, because we're punk rock. We are punk rock. That's what you want. You don't want the fucking sex pistols. That's gay. I That's... forget who it was on the piss cord that had like the bonfire with Robert Kelly in like their top. Don't get me wrong. I do like the bonfire. The I even bonfire like bonfire as a podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Eclipse, I know it's please, maybe. Well, yeah, apparently. I mean, and, and, and I even I've partaken in a little bit of the bonfire with Robert Kelly on Sirius. But come on. Yeah. Maybe it was when Dan Soder was on. <laughs> Maybe they were listening to the episodes with Dan Soder on it. I don't know. Could be. Uh, here's the Where's thing. Joseph Neely? I think that I think that we're in a bit of a renaissance, if I can be completely honest. Yeah, yeah I think we're on the and come up and people don't but people don't know about this yeah. anymore. Being this in a renaissance does not necessarily mean people know you're in a renaissance. That's true. But yeah. I know. To- and right Tokyo. now that's good enough. Tokyo's our true detective season one. That's our McConaughey yeah. moment. Yeah, where it's true. like oh, he's actually been making a lot of good movies this whole time. We're Michael Keaton in Birdman, and everyone's like, Oh shit. <laughs> he's been gone for twenty years. He's back, bro. He's back. <laughs> he's gonna, and he's up for an Academy Award now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, he's back in the Flash. <laughs> I yeah. have also always We're Michael said Keaton Birdman. If he kept playing Batman and stuff, then people didn't watch. <laughs> I like, like, in a world where I could either, like, we could blow up in a way where, like, don't say this again. What you're gonna say? Like, I like that we uh, are on the downturn. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not, I'm saying in a world I where I like that things are worse. No, I like. I think we're in a a, a good place. No, I agree like, with that. Like, because there, are, I think the show's uh, the show's been zinging and zanging here in the twenty boot bupak. Because it's been bupak plus, <laughs> yeah, all what, year so far. Like, what yeah. if we were big, like big enough where it couldn't become a day job, but we could get embroiled in an internet controversy, and one of us could get fired from our day jobs. Mm. That would fucking suck. Now, if we got big enough where it was the day job, and we didn't have to worry mm. about that. Who gives yeah. a shit? But like, I like where we're at because. We have a dedicated audience. We have people that do reach out and say that they think we're great. We are doing side things that people are interested in enough that it brings in extra money that allows us to do cool things. Mm. Because it would be like, like let's say the Patreon had like a dozen people in it. Yeah. Like there's just 12, 13, 14 people just kind of there and we're like, who is this for anymore? Because like, it's one thing if it's early on and you're making it so that once people join, there's stuff there. Uh, but it's another thing if it's like you did have people and now everyone's gone. That would kind of be a bummer. Now, this show, like the show we're doing on Fridays, I, I think I've said this and I think I mean it. I don't know how many people listen mm. and I'm super okay with that. And I would keep going if I 
wasn't sure if anyone was listening because I enjoy what we do yeah. and I enjoy the time that we spend doing this and I'd be okay with that. But I feel like something like the side stuff, like the Patreon, that would be tough if it got to the point where it's like, well, this isn't really for anyone anymore, is it? Huh? Like that, that, that would be a bummer, but we're not at that point. Have we been higher? Sure. But I don't think we're at a low enough point uh, where I would even call it a low point yet. Well, hey, don't count your chickens. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> I, think, no outro. I think that we, uh, we like, Jim and them has thrived on changing its identity. King James 1776 says Jim and them needs to join the Dabbleiverse. The what? Yeah, what's the Dabbleiverse? Uh, I, yeah, we've. I think we have thrived on like we're like a band What's the that doesn't there? release a bad album where suddenly their sound changes completely. But they're a band when you listen to their early stuff and their newest stuff and go, oh wow, I guess they've changed more than I realized. But they've still never made a bad album. I think that's what we're good at is we're never the exact same. We've we've gone through lots of versions of ourselves, but I don't think any of them have been bad. Yeah, yeah. Whatever helps you sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the Dabbleverse? Uh, I guess it's 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 either I get I first I thought it was Stuttering John's like thing, but I, I apparently it's a a universe of people that mock Stuttering John. I think. Oh, I don't. It's like the group of Stuttering John haters. Oh, that's that's, that's a not word. a thing. <laughs> I think it's lucrative though, because that's basically where like MLC. Uh, Misery Loves Company basically came up in the dabble verse, as far as I'm concerned. You always make up these things. <laughs> but I've also liked I listen to MLC every Friday. Well, I, I, I catch a piece of it every Friday. Why? I like that we've never I don't know done why. That. It's just like why a habit. Why don't you listen point. to good things? <laughs> I like that our identity has always been what we want it to be and not like chasing something. I like that. But we still, like, yeah, but we're still chasing something. Well, we're chasing something in that, like, We'd, we're good and we would like people okay. to like us. No, you're right. But I mean, yeah. we've never been like, okay, so what's hot? We need to do that more. Oh, hey, guys, you know, if we talk about this, people are going to want to check it. Like, we don't do that. We, we, the show has been the same, but we continue to try and be the best version that we think but a that's good why, show is. But no, but I'm realizing we got we to gotta do that a little. We got to soldier boy it. Like, when I called one of our episodes... Uh, Strike Force Five, the same title as the Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, Jimmy sure. Kimmel podcast. It got like ten thousand downloads. Now, probably most people didn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, but yeah, we got to scum. We got to scum the numbers. Oh, and that's, and that's I mean, why. And that's then, like fine. the one you, I put you do up that a few with the days YouTube ago, videos too. The one I put up a few days ago that I just called like facts uh tom mcdonald featuring ben shapiro okay <laughs> jim and then part one but that that's like, that's that gets not a bunch I'm, of downloads but too. that's not what i'm saying yeah. that's not you chasing something that's you like playing that's, the game. that's me chasing the numbers that's, that's you playing the game yeah you gotta chase the algorithm it's fine if you play the game master. you yeah. can be a puppet master yeah you it's okay try. to play the game well, well that's you why I like, you're like triple h yeah that's true yeah, well, that's why, yeah, when I put I put up just a small, like a 30-second clip of us talking about that Ben Shapiro uh, song on our shorts. Yeah, everyone's and it's so like, mad at us. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like 5K views, but it's all people that hate us and think we're libtards. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Uh, they think just, we're sheeple. That we need to keep doing Forget our fans. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's what we fans. need to do. Everyone is demanding an explanation for what acting black means. <laughs> they, no, there's two people, because that's what I was saying. It's based department that's getting mad at us so only two people are even like what do you mean acting black because everyone's like i like that part but <laughs> that part's <laughs> funny but uh, i also i um 
There was a, a variety tweet about Melissa Barrera from the Scream movies that got fired or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there, apparently she was making some other um, like pro-Palestine links or something or other. And yeah. her, her uh, representatives, that like her management team, were like, it feels like a non-story. It feels like something a publicist put out because it's like her representatives are thinking of dropping her, but they're not going to. So I just responded and put, sorry, it's freedom of speech, not freedom from consequences. And it's got like 40,000 views and all these people calling me a, a genocidal piece of shit, <laughs> calling me a fucking Zionist, well, uh, I mean, we, that I should die. And I'm just like, yeah, this rocks. This is what we need. We need them hits at any go means necessary. Yes. That's why we lost our way. We got to start saying no. more crazy stuff about Israel. No. Uh, <laughs> we need to be ourselves. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is being Israel. ourselves. We got to troll the trollers. No, being ourselves is not like deciding to do something specific. Yeah, being ourselves us. is just being ourselves. Um, well, someone called me a genocider. Uh, get a real job. Jews are the new Nazis. And then <laughs> someone said to that, they're worse. They're way worse. Okay, so it's a mixed crowd. <laughs> Jews are way, way worse. Nah, because uh. it's like they all they all don't like the Jews for whatever reason. Well, um, it's the Israel Jews. Uh, but yeah, that's just Jews, though. Yeah, but not everyone loves Israel as much as as the next. Well, that's because they're fucking oh, yeah, dumb. A lot of people don't because they're, like they're dumb and they don't know what they're talking about. Israel rules. <laughs> Israel rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should change. Someone says I got to get my head checked. Someone says that uh, God wasted a good asshole where he put teeth in your mouth. Oh, fuck. And Wait, it's what? a picture of the, the cowboy from <laughs> Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so Sam Elliott. Uh, this is what we need. We need to be fucking. We need to be uh, rocking yeah, and rolling. Yeah, we could be Keemstar. Why aren't yeah. we Keemstar? Uh, every time this, be, comes, this part yeah. comes up, this is where I, I check out. But see, and that's why that's why you're wallowing where you're wallowing at. You could be Mr. Beast. On the show with you two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could be Mr. Beast. Yeah, we got to be Mr. Beast. We got to be Mr. Beast. That's Apparently, that question we were asking about if he was rich, he must have been rich because... People were saying that, yeah, his. He, I guess we did mention this on the show because well, I asked you. But he came up doing those big ass donations or whatever those videos, mm-hmm. like just dropping a thousand bucks on a streamer to make a video. Or whatever. Okay, because I've always been curious. Because yeah. like uh, my my little brother actually likes his videos, and every once in a while he'll be like, "Hey, watch this one. It's fun." And so I've I've seen a couple of them, and he like he throws around money in a way where it's like, "Oh wow, he's just fucking throwing it around." So that's why I was like, he couldn't have earned that from this. It's got to be like, he's like, oh, I will use it for this. Mm. And it won't recycle one-to-one, but I'm good. And so it doesn't have to as long as it like still furthers something. So I've just, I've always been curious. And like, I'm sure I could just fucking Google it. But I was like, ah, it's easier to ask on my show. Um, the funniest Mr. Beast thing I ever heard, it was just this guy on this podcast that the whole time thought they were talking about the liver king. <laughs> Anytime people ta- brought up Mr. Beast, you know, that guy that looks crazy shredded and old and weird they like oh yeah testicles yeah. and stuff because that's such a better name for the liver king would be mr. the beast. mr beast <laughs> oh, weird. He's like, wait this guy he's like this guy be donating yeah, like look that? him up <laughs> yeah, yeah he's just this ripped old guy oh i've never even heard he of this eats guy. just like bold wait, testicles. how old is he? raw um well, he's not that old five or something he looks fucked up now because he's do that one on he's the bottom just, right so he's like 10 years one. older than oh, me well, just in the videos you see, though, it's just like he looks like he does fucked up. Like he looks more fucked up because he's probably does these 
Oh. He does these like eating challenges and weird. Okay, shit. so he's just a fucking weirdo, and he's on like heavy amounts of like testosterone. He's and like cycling. Yeah. Well, si- uh, since we're talking social media, quick side thing before we finish is uh, the Keith Lee drama this week. Oh, there's more. Uh, Keith is in Dallas. Uh-oh. He's in Dallas, Texas. The Cowboys. He went to this lady's food truck. Um, what was it called? Like Simply Delicious or something like that, and. What do you get? I think she has like, um, she had like barbecue or something or other. But he, he he liked it. It wasn't like everything wasn't a winner, but there was some that was really good. It was like he's like, oh, she's like auntie. Like this is auntie comfort food. This is great. And he mentioned that at the food truck, it was like a party. There was like a guy cutting hair. There was a girl doing braids. And he's like, we're in the hood. Like this is in the hood, just so you know. And then he went and he hugged the lady. Like he does these classic moments. People love it. They eat that shit up because it's sure. like. Someone who has a business in there crying because they know when he comes to visit, this could mean you have lines fucking out the door. Sure. Uh-huh. I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, but like on New Year's in town here, um, there was this uh, Korean uh, food, yeah, I think food you place did. he went to and like the guy's dad died. And so he did a meet and greet on like New Year's Eve huh. uh, and there was a line around the building. Like tons of people came up. But anyways... It was like a similar thing was happening. He went and hugged this lady. She was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. And he says they were live streaming at the time. And he says, like, I'm going to tip you. He's like, he's like, charge my card for four thousand dollars. He's like, I want to give a thousand to the barber for cutting hair, a thousand to the girl giving braids. And then like two thousand uh, for whatever. Oh no. uh, she didn't and, split it, did she? And apparently he also gave another nine hundred to be like, I want to buy everyone here food too. like put that towards the food. And then, yeah, it came out like the this other girl helping her made a video that was like she gave away three free meals and then said, start charging people um, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, yeah, my brother was the guy cutting hair. And I was like, hey, you know, like you she even said, like, because she was the one doing braids and she was like, you know, what? I know you're going through stuff. Don't even worry about the thousand he said for me. But my brother's like heading back out of town or whatever. Uh, when's he going to get his money? Like, when do you think you give him the money? And then like, they're kind of like cagey about it and just weren't going to give it to him. <laughs> Cause then they started like, now it's this <sighs> big controversy where like the son that, uh, made these videos where he's like, well, he was supposed to be cutting hair. Like if you hear what Keith Lee says, he says, give him a thousand dollars for cutting hair. He only gave like two haircuts. <laughs> Shut up. And we're just supposed to give him a thousand dollars. And it's such a dumb, small minded thing where like you have the potential where everyone's going to be like, fuck, we want to help this small business. Yeah. You're throwing you, it away. You're throwing everything away. You want to take this extra two K or actually just an extra thousand yeah. bucks. And not give it to the guy because now everyone's like, fuck this place. Well, that, this is bullshit. Yeah, you're, no, you're killing your business. You're making literally the most liberal minded person think the N word the second they hear this story. <laughs> yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah. I wouldn't do, say that, but <laughs> yeah. it you're, flashes in front of your It's the VR jump scare, the word. You're like, oh. <laughs> you're, you're taking the golden ticket and you're going like, well, what if I like what if I copies this of this golden dollars. ticket and I sell it to other people and they think they have a golden ticket? But then ever then you get caught and you're just like, well, now no one gets anything. Well, well it's not like he gave you four thousand dollars. He um, 
He's saying I'm buying people he food. Did it. He gave yeah. you a thousand dollars in a, a, a lifetime of business or whatever. Yes. You know? and, God, and he's like, oh, and I'm giving everyone a thousand dollars. Surely it won't be a problem if I make it. I mean, it's almost on Keith Lee. Maybe he didn't want to carry 4K with him. Well, but. no, they just charged to the card. So I can I can almost understand. I think initially they were like, oh, we got to wait for it to clear or whatever. If you're sure. using Square or yeah. something no, like I'm that. No, I'm just saying thinking like you're like, okay, yeah, this will go well. I'll give this lady 4K. Well, yeah, She'll yeah. divide it even. If I was Keith Lee, I usual. would be thinking like, well, shit, do I have to carry cash on me from now on to, to like do these nice things for people? Or, Did he speak on what Let me see. Because I hadn't seen an update. Did he talk about it? To be honest, there's not much to talk about. But there are a few conflated and confused things that's going around about the situation. So let's talk about them. Three days ago, me and my family went to Sweetly Season food truck. Number one, nobody had any idea we was coming. They found out we was in Dallas like everybody else found out we was in Dallas because we was posting videos in Dallas. So in hopes of us coming, they had t-shirts made and they was on live all day. So me and my family wasn't in cahoots with none of this. We was all under the impression that they were a team and this was a normal routine for them. The barber being there, the braider being there, family being there, a lot of people being there. This is our first time here. We are customers. We have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. Number two, I was never under the impression that haircuts was free. Again, my family was watching the lives. We knew that he was cutting hair for $40. So when we walked up and I said, I want to get $1,000 to the barber to do free haircuts and $1,000 to the braider to braid hair, it was because in the original video, the son said it was slow due to marketing. That's marketing. God willing me. Uh, real quick, Kristen in the chat, she gave him the old buffalo nickel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, here, let me just, uh, do you have your, your QR code? I'll just send you the money on cash. App. Yeah, that was a buffalo nickel for sure. Oh, my phone. She did, or she did the Jeff thing, too, where like, hey, do you have that $1,000 I gave? And she just, just drops her. <laughs> she just drops back and runs away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just keep walking. Only after we post a video, there will be a line out the door. If there's a line out the door and there's a barber and a braider doing hair while people are waiting. It's funny. You can tell he lives in Vegas even just so by seeing that tiny little thing in the corner of his window. Hair, That's such a Vegas hair, uh, house. Sitting out, yeah. having fun. It's a parking lot barbecue. So again, we don't know the behind the scenes if they knew each other, if they didn't know each other. And the reason why I didn't pay everybody individually, the interaction that you see looked longer than what it was. It was really only like a five minute interaction. Within that five minutes, 30 to 40 people pulled up. They was pulling up in droves. That parking lot was getting deep fast. And for me and my family's safety in general, I don't ever carry cash around. And nine times out of ten, tip, yeah. we always do it through the POS system. And even if we wanted to do it a different way, Zelle and Apple Pay wasn't an option because it was four or five people at the same time on live. So for safety reasons, they wouldn't be able to say their phone numbers or their personal information out loud. And as far as them taking my phone and putting their number in on Zelle themselves, I wouldn't hand them my personal phone to nobody. So the POS system was the option that made the most sense. I've learned through this journey that sometimes it's deeper than the food, it's deeper than the marketing, it's deeper than the customer service. And this is one of those cases, in my opinion. Sweetly Season got a lot to figure out, and I thank God in advance that they do figure it out. The last thing I'm going to touch on is the son is misconstruing something that I said, and I don't appreciate it. After I said out loud in detail what we deemed the money to be used towards, I also said y'all can divvy it out how y'all feel necessary. Meaning, after the money hits because it's a POS system, it don't hit the same day. Y'all can send it out through Apple Pay, through Zelle, through Cash App, through Check, through Cash, however y'all feel necessary to spread it amongst the team. I thought and I still think that that's a very clear statement, but it's being misconstrued, in my opinion, intentionally misconstrued, that I said and the mom and the son can say who get the money and who don't get the money. So Keith Lee did tell her to distribute the this money. This guy sucks. Yeah, you can just tell this guy's like, and I watched a little of one of his videos. He's and he way tells older these, than you think, too. He probably. tells these long stories and no one buys it. Like, sure. no one's like, oh, yeah, that's what you can immediately tell. He's a fucking loser. Necessary. I never said that. Regardless of what was going on behind the scenes, I felt on my heart to do what we did. 
So for the mom to go on the back end and disregard where my heart was at and what I felt like God was telling me to do in that moment and distribute the money how she felt necessary is 100% wrong in my opinion. I see the memes and I see the jokes, but I am not in the business of shutting businesses down. Her actions did not sit right with y'all and her customer base. That resulted in the situation that she ended in. We just ate the food and left a tip. Praying in advance. It sounds like a broke ass that don't know how to make 5K in a day. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate y'all. God bless you. Have an amazing day. I'll be safe. Yeah, they really did just like they they, they, take the money and they were more so interested dumb, in being dude. greedy than being smart. And this isn't one of those like, no, man, you you put that hundred dollars in a savings account 20 years later. Yeah, it's like, no, this yeah. ain't that. This is like, it, dude, simply don't be a piece of shit right now. And like immediately you will notice like tomorrow and the day after and every week yeah, and every yeah. month. And do it, like, you want to make 250 yeah. every day, every hour, or do you want to get 1500 <laughs> right now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, that's 250 just every hour. It's that's just so short-sighted. It's so, so yeah. dumb. You have a guy that has, what is this follower coming up to at this point? Almost 16 million followers. It's already been a proven thing that like, he doesn't have to give you the glowing, like the most glowing review. Like, if he gives you pretty good to, you know, fair, but then also, like, he doesn't always do the thing where he throws in the part where he goes and meets the owner, but I feel like that adds more to it because now it's like, oh, even if food isn't good, I like the people. It's like, I don't know. It was, it's, it was so set he up. Did both and gave them money and they just fucking <laughs> fucked it. <laughs> they just fucked their ass in the well, ass. Well, and like, what if it didn't, what if it wasn't long term? What if it was yeah. only like a nice bump for a month? True. A, yeah. A nice bump for a month is better yeah. than this weird greed yeah. immediately and then like killing anyone that knows greedy, about this that would have wanted to come. The way to be greedy is just charge like a little bit more. Exactly. Like, exactly. And then you would be like, maybe eventually people would be like, this is too much. Take everything you had and round it up. <laughs> if you would already to make 5K off a restaurant, I imagine like a if you just had a line every day and you're <laughs> like, what are the costs for a food truck? Like you would just be printing money, right? This dork's name is Trey. Okay, that video day. was recorded yesterday. So let me tell y'all more about this. My first question to Sheree, Which one stole? Oh, shit. He broke the internet. Right. Yeah, damn. Did he break the internet? I think he broke the internet. He's the son. It's his mom's place. Okay, that video was recorded yesterday. So let me tell y'all more about this. My first question to Sherelle. If your brother didn't want to cut the hair for the money, okay, and he was still going to get the money as soon as it's either clear or I could get to the bank out of my personal account and get it to him, why did you go on the internet? The whole discrepancy Whoa, was her brother wanted boom, the money without working bomb. for it. So we can't afford to pay another barber. So it was like, I thought she would understand. But no, she needed this situation to blow up and have a story time to talk about. So she like, oh, no. His energy is weird because it's almost he gay. He's not working for it. <laughs> I don't think he's gay. Well, his name is Trey ain't gay. She's oh. not making <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even that. realize so that either. Knowing what she's trying to do. Okay. I'm going to help you out. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure a lot of people are calling him you know, gay right now. Ignorant Trey. I never Trey. thought she would try to destroy my mom's name for clout. Now, to be honest, it was some discrepancies with the money. Yes. It was. Why wouldn't there be? Keith Lee asked for a barber to cut hair for free for $1,000. And the barber did not want to cut the hair for free for $1,000. The barber didn't want to cut nobody hair for free at all. All day. So 
Why are He's convincing we me. This is like the blowjob comedy. Yeah. He's running around a room. <laughs> it's funny. It's such an unhinged video that he, I guess in his mind, he's like, no, this this makes sense. Yeah, he's thinking well, because it has pipe to. Bomb, pipe bomb. That's the thing. In this moment, he, he it has to make sense. He, he, is, just, yeah. he, is, he is like drinking the Kool-Aid. He made this yeah. video after betting 5K on roulette. <laughs> 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 okay. How am I supposed to give the barber $1,000 for free when I bet it on roulette? <laughs> on roulette. <laughs> yeah, that was for of all of us. Rant. Yeah. <laughs> if I won, that would be for all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah like it's uh, see Keith Lee right here. He says it's just him going black. <laughs> See, <laughs> it's like a clip of him saying "black owned business." And then the, and then Put the dealer, black, and huh? then the dealer, red, <laughs> twenty-one Fuck. red. I, I hate doing this right now. He's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you see this? You can tell that I wasn't trying to, you know, be ingenuous. When we met, I did it off camera. He's giving the uh, um the energy I of like he's being cornered by thugs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wasn't. Stuff, you know, so I had to stop. And she said, well, we close it anyway, so it don't matter. You should have like so a big lied, black eye. <laughs> Why would you lie and say everybody got food? But now it's only three people. Ooh. So which one is it, Sherelle? She literally talking about, you don't want to go talk to me videos on internet. This is what she wants. She wants back and forth, y'all. Is, is part of this, though, too, uh, part of this also like, well, fuck, I'm at least uh, kind of tied to what we were just talking about, uh, about like getting... Uh, doing stuff for the show is 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 he maybe kind of happy that part of it because he's got like 6700 comments on this he's got some likes yeah, he's got clout he's so getting... even though like everyone's just shitting on him and yeah. he's the yeah. worst but it's still like well hey that's modern I internet got, yeah well, modern it, internet is is it's wrestling it doesn't matter what reaction you're getting the worst thing you yeah. can get is no reaction but there's that's like true. no way to make another one of these <laughs> it's <the> problem it's <laughs> yeah, not like well true. like what's his brand gonna be after that the people don't think it through they get their one asshole moment where they get a million views everyone calling them gay <laughs> and then they're like now i'm a heel <laughs> they get desperate and then everything becomes that or they go fuck i need to find a guy who's already popular and start doing what they're doing yeah. because people are watching me Oh, God, trying to get him to come to the here. food truck still. A lot of y'all was concerned uh, about comments turned off on this one. With the money, so he's dropping the location. What if he, if he gets caught laughing? I know. I, like I truly don't, but I have no clue how she's going to handle the situation. Is she going to choose the clout? Oh, did he say he gave him the money? He or said down she's, down he's down chosen here. to give it back to her. A lot of y'all was concerned about the Keith Lee situation with the money. A lot of people concerned because I stole the chicken truck. Don't worry. The chicken truck's fine. I don't feel like it's worth $1,000. This is even worse because now he's like, fine, I'll give her the money, but he has to put it on the screen like, I don't think they really deserve the money. Hashtag LaShonda. Don't. But I have no clue how she's going to handle the situation. Is she going to choose the clout or the money? If it's really about our money, she wants to save our friendship. Thank you, everyone. I came out. God is extremely good. Signed, Trey and Gay. The text to this is like, God will let anyone stand in our way. <laughs> so we're giving away the I money. Can't, you know, make her do that. But we got people we got to serve. We got food. We got to get out here. So if she can come down and pick up the money. You just see someone getting dumped so. at the truck behind you. She wants to stay on the internet and ask for donations from you guys. She's free to do so. 
I can't control anybody else. I can just control me. And I mean, Keith even said me. you could just send someone money. You don't. They don't have to come down to yeah. pick up them. You don't have to right. go to the bank. Oh yeah, I'm sure he has yeah. it on him. Yeah. The money when they get there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but at least so? he put out this passive aggressive apology. <laughs> I, I would like to see him getting jumped and someone's in the chicken trunk like that guy smiling when the one guy's getting drunk or whatever the guy that like won't come out of the car. That being said, y'all come down, get some fried ribs. What if since he's you? Trey and gay, someone beats him up and sucks his dick like yeah. that? Oh, <laughs> so now you gotta change your name. Am, am I dumb or is a fried rib a deep fried rib or is that just another way to do normal ribs? I he I remember. Okay, now that I, that reminds me, he did try their ribs and he did he was calling out like, "Now that's a deep fried rib." It did look a little different. Huh. So. Okay, but didn't have like batter yeah. on it. Okay, no. <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, did they deep fry a rib no. and batter? You be blessed and you have a lovely day. Uh, Grant saying the dude's like 20 minutes away from him. Wow. Dude, you got to go Fuck jump him. him. Yeah. yeah. Grant, go find <laughs> out if he's gay. Grant comes out with like one of those small baseball bats. Yeah. Kick hey. his ass and suck his dick, Grant. <laughs> yeah. Go beat the shit out of him and steal his deep fried rib. <laughs> like Eve. Deep fried Eve. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay. I get it. That was good. <laughs> uh, like fucking Marilyn Manson. Oh, yeah, yeah, like the kid from the Wonder Years. Yeah, there it was is. actually Adam <gasps> from Adam and Eve. Favorite part of the show. 250 I mean, an hour. Yeah, 250 an hour for every hour. It's kind of hard not to, It's like, that's a great bit. <laughs> I thought that was a fun bit. I, I hope people at home enjoyed that or if they're like, what the fuck are these guys well, talking about? Well, it's classic. We, were wondering, we didn't even start late. We're like, how did an hour and a half go? We spent about an hour trying to figure out the. How many hours you, how fast you could yeah, Creating a perfect uh, and utopia. how you could like, kill someone on a plane and get the most money. A society where you can recoup uh, money for your crimes as long as you're going fast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say what the joke was, but when we were coming into part two, I remembered a joke from the beekeeper about uh, a very specific thing that happens. And then after that happens, you ask for another thing to happen. And it just started making me laugh. Oh, I can't oh, remember. Yeah. You'll have to tell us after the show. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I just say it. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, no, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, when it hurts. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he yeah, still yeah. wants it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I thought for some reason that was like an existing bitch. No, no, no. no. <laughs> okay. We did, that, that just came from that just came from the beekeeper. Yeah. Uh, I was laughing so hard, like right before you had me come in because I just like thought about it and it started yeah. making me laugh. If you're not, if you don't regularly watch the commentaries, I don't know why the fuck you wouldn't, but right. if for whatever reason you don't regularly watch the commentaries, you, I think you want to make sure you check out the beekeeper. There's some good it's bits a, in there. It's a keeper, folks. Yeah. It's a beekeeper. Yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, what a fun show. I mean, we, yeah, we, we we talked about uh, comedy. We talked, we uh, rest in peace, Carl Weathers. We yeah. talked about the Suicide Squad game. Yeah. Sundance. 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 Michael uh, Jackson. We talked about the Super Bowl. Michael Jackson. Yeah, 49ers. Taylor Swift. Yes. Yeah. Hashtag. This is SEO for you. Uh, this will uh, somehow translate in SEO. Yeah. Search engine. See you. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking energy. All ops. Smoking every op. So yeah, that, was that was that in the commentary or was that in the show when we spelled out skunks? <laughs> that, that was the, the team to take on the beekeeper. <laughs> oh, that <was> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I keep no, just geez. I can't remember what it's was in Beekeeper's commentary. commentary. No, yeah. that was a good joke. Right from uh, the theater to your screen. Yeah. We're just doing movies yeah. as they come out. Yeah, if you want to hear the jokes that I keep re referencing, you gotta check out the Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Jim and then it's where all of our extra bonus content exists. We do a lot of fun stuff on the Patreon, all sorts of bonus shows, extra shows. 
this show will always exist. Jim and them will always be here. True. We'll always be making you laugh every single week, every single Friday. But if you want more, you can go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Jim and them. Even if you don't want to throw any money our way and you just kind of want to dip your toes in the water and see if it's for you, we have a free tier. Join the free tier. Yeah. There is a collection of free tier shows. They update on Mondays and Thursdays with uh, stuff from the early days of the Patreon uh, for you to check out and see if make, maybe that changes your mind. Maybe that makes you want to dabble and check things out. So please check it out. Patreon.com slash Jim and them. Jim, what kind of shit do we have on the Patreon up for people right now? Well, Grant in the chat saying next to the actual show, commentaries are his favorite Jim and them content. Always wow. worth checking out. Hell yeah. Uh, I love doing it. We also just put up our watch this where we're looking forward to uh, upcoming 2024 movie releases. I think that's well worth a listen. Can I mention something uh, about that specifically? Go for it. Uh, two things. I saw the Monkey Man trailer yes. in theater when I went and saw Argyle. Did people lose their shit. Uh, well, that trailer's fucking awesome. It's a great trailer. But it's so much better in a theater because you're in a fucking theater. Yeah, so yeah. So Monkey Man looks fucking awesome. Uh, and then that new Guy Ritchie movie, I don't I don't know if we mentioned it. Yeah. That movie's on my radar. Pretend that I said that that is something I'm looking forward to because that look very much looks like my shit. It's like what? The League of something? Like, like the yeah. Ungentlemanly Warfare uh, yeah. or something? It's like yes. about like... like like World War II guys hunting Nazis and shit, and they're like, but it's like a guy that was dishonorably discharged, and he gets together a team, and mm. Reacher's in it, and he's even bigger than he is in Reacher. Oh, he's burying the lead. Some big guys <laughs> in it and showing off his ass. Uh, but no, it just, it's a it's a it's a good looking movie. It's okay. it looks like Guy Ritchie making like. I guy, don't know what Guy Ritchie will really like, release like four bad movies well, and then drop a good movie. It's like he makes a lot of not he's really guy Ritchie movies. movies out. He's really like a movie factory. Yeah. It feels. He's yeah. putting a lot of studio stuff out where it's like his name's on it, but it's not quite a him movie. This looks like a him movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, could, I agree with that. So, I, so when you listen to that new episode of Watch This, pretend that we talk about that. And also watch the fucking... Watch the monkey tra Jeff. Watch monkey the man. monkey trailer. Watch the <laughs> monkey man trailer, Jeff. Oh, okay, yeah. It's fucking great, monkey man. Monkey man. <laughs> oh, woo. Monkey uh, there's man. Also, yeah, there is. Speaking of Reacher, there is uh, episode three of Reacher season two is uh, also available on the Patreon. And uh, should be more to come. And, of course, on the horizon, we do have uh, Bookum Dano uh, episode 13 we are reading. Um... So keep an eye on the socials and on the Patreon. We'll post where you should read to and when by. So yes. we got it probably about two weeks from tonight, depending on when you're listening to this. Yeah, but pick it up. It's called uh, yeah. episode 13. Yeah. Uh, grab it. And that is what we're going to be reading for the Bookum Dano. Yes. Hey, you know what? Sometimes books aren't for everybody. Sometimes TV shows are for everybody. Yeah. And if you want podcasts about those TV shows. Where do they go, Jim? Ah, showswhatyouknow.com. I host a podcast with Jacob Burrows. We discuss television shows. We create television shows. We discuss television show podcasts. Jacob also has a podcast where we discuss history, television history, real history, all of the above. Showswhatyouknow.com. Check it out. Tell a friend. Rate, subscribe, review. Thank you so much. Fantastic. Murph, I heard that you're a big swinging dick in the comedy community. Oh, What's going on in yeah. your neck of the woods? Hey, if you're in town for Super Bowl weekend and you got a big swinging dick, uh, come on down Saturday <laughs> night to the Notoriety and put your dick in a shot collar and watch my ass. Um, 
11 p.m. I think so. Uh, but it's on Fremont. Yeah, so that's where that popping. people are popping on Fremont. Yeah, at 11 pop p.m. In, pop out on there, and then watch this uh, 49ers win their sixth ring, Pittsburgh. You bitch. <laughs> Yo ho! You'll have nothing. You'll have nothing. Three years, you should have had nothing. But Super Bowl, I'm thinking 48 to two. They'll get a safety. Whoa! They're gonna get only a safety. They'll get a safety, and it's because McCaffrey runs it out back when he's doing a flea flicker. Ah! You've really thought this through. Yep. And with that, back to Mike. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, my endorsement—it's uh, twofold because I have a weird endorsement and I have a real endorsement. My real endorsement is to check out the Percy Jackson show on uh, Disney+. Plus. I think it's a good show. They did a movie. They actually did two movies a while ago. And the biggest complaint was just like, they really kind of butchered and changed everything. It wasn't like the worst. It just wasn't really the same thing. The show does a pretty good job of doing that. Uh, I have one major complaint, but beyond that, I think it's a pretty good version of the show. It's not going to be for everyone, but I'm sure a lot of people grew up reading those books. And so it might have flown under some people's radars. So that's worth checking out. Uh, the second one's a weird one. I think people should, if they can, seek out CM Punk's promo on the most recent episode of Raw. Uh, he addresses his injury, but during that injury, he talks a little bit about Chad Gilbert from Newfound Glory, who he's friends with Chad. Oh. Uh, Chad has been going through uh, like aggressive cancer that keeps going away and coming back and causing surgeries and then going away and then coming back. And it's kind of been like, it's been really, really bad. They're my favorite band. And they've had the same lineup basically forever. Um, and he is like, hasn't been able to play in like the last couple tours. Like when I saw them play it when we were young, it was the guitar player from, it was Dan from Four Year Strong. Hmm. And so they had like, Chad is like constantly not able. And right now he's like kind of on another uptick, but you never know when the downtick's going to happen. And it was, uh, it was like, you can tell, like, CM Punk puts a lot of uh, emotion in a lot of stuff he does. But bringing up all the Chad stuff, uh, it hit very close to home. And uh, so my uh, secondary endorsement is to look up CM Punk's promo from Monday Night Raw on what would have that have been? The 30, 28th? What was Monday? Uh, 29th. The 29th. Uh, and uh, he, it's just it's something that was important to me. So uh, I am endorsing it, and that is uh, what I'm asking you to check out. So there you go. I like that. Thank you. Well, on that, I'm Jim. And we're there. We're out. Word. Word.